Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Padres didn't lose today. Wrap-up no. show on a Sunday night, kind of recapping the Padres' 2023 season. First of all, hopefully everyone is safe and sound wherever you're watching from. San Diego County, Orange County, L.A. County, Riverside County, wherever you are, hopefully you're safe. Um, we've got power, so we're doing the wrap-up show. It's been a relatively, um, I don't know, not, not much was happening here today, Jim where I am. I don't know if you had anything exciting happen in your neck of the woods, but for me here, some rain, uh, we stayed inside and we still have power and it's, it's been relatively good, but hopefully everyone's safe and sound. It was, uh, it was all, it was just a normal rain all day where I'm at it last hour or so it started, the wind started picking up and it was like, okay, this is, this is, this is a little more windy than I, than I would have thought or not thought, but just like, what everyone was saying like oh we'll expect this and then it was like okay here we go but yeah normal day um from where i was at so good on this front but i hope everyone else is safe and wherever you're at in san diego um that you're safe as well i know power shut off in a lot of different counties in san diego but uh if it did hopefully you're safe all right a couple of things to get to obviously we're gonna get into the padres um a bit of an obituary on the season because I think both Jim and I are at a point where it's like, come on, we, we need to be fully honest. Oh, you are. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was already I, there. I was waiting for you to come to the dark side. Uh, to the dark side. I mean, I, I said three weeks ago, this team should sell. That, that told y'all I, you know, truly True. felt about the team. Um, before we do hope. that, got a little hope. Well, I mean, like anything, I mean, it, anything is, it's possible. I just don't think it's going to happen. It's possible. Um, a couple of things. Please subscribe if you're here. All right. Year-round Padres content. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We're going to get to all the super chats here tonight. We'll actually start with super, then we'll get into this. Um, if you want to support the channel, if you want to support our work, 
if you want to control the conversation, if you have a question, comment, you want to vent, you want to update us on anything, you can click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super chat here tonight. If you want to become a member, you can click the join button down below. We'll get to um, you get custom emojis and badges if you become a member of this wrap up show channel. So actually, before we get to the first super of the night, we had a giveaway that we were promoting on John and Jim's Twitter handle with our friends at FOCO, and we have a winner. So what did we give away and who won Jim? We were giving away a Fernando Tatis Jr. big head bobblehead along with uh, some San Diego <laughs> Padres overalls. Yes. Thank you to uh, FOCO for providing that to us. I did this at random. This was completely at random. Johnny can even attest it. I did yes. it on my phone. You literally did a scroll and stop. I yeah. scrolled and stopped, and it stopped on. Let me pull this up here. Tanya at Trizo712. So this was completely random. I just did the random scroll up and down. My thumb landed on her. So congratulations, Tanya. Um, we'll be reaching out to you shortly. Yeah, we will congratulate you on social media, Tanya, and then you can DM us with your address and FOCO will directly send you those products. But wait, there's more. Before we get into the obituary on the Padres season to depress everyone, <laughs> we've got friendship bracelets for Padres fans. Okay? What? And we're giving these away tonight. We're going to tell you how you, someone's winning these tonight, so don't go anywhere. Um, we've got the I Love Padres Bring the Golf and I Love Fryer. It's really Bring, bring the, the Gold, but it's Bring the Golf since the season's about to end. And then we have the I Love Padres Machado Heart 13, Tatis Jr. Heart 23. Okay? Okay. So here's how you win. You click the link in the description down below, and you subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel, John and Jim. Once you've done that, we are aware of it. You then put the word subbed in the chat, S-U-B-B-E-D. So if you've already subscribed to our channel, you put subbed in the chat. If you haven't yet subscribed to our brand new channel, you subscribe to our brand new channel, click the link in the description down below, and then you put subbed in the chat. Anyone that puts subbed and is subscribed to John and Jim's brand new YouTube channel. Along with this is, channel. Is eligible to win these. And we will announce a winner before we sign off here tonight. Yeah. Okay. So, Pretty cool. Both both channels. And uh, write subbed in the chat. And we'll figure out a winner at the end of the night. All right. So subscribe here. Subscribe to John and Jim, our brand new channel, by clicking the link in the description down below and away we go as the Padres if you missed it were swept on Saturday in kind of remarkable fashion Juan Soto it appeared off the bat in game one hit a game winning walk off grand slam just kidding and then in game two the Padres allowed a grand slam in a loss uh James thank you he says all the Padres I know James has been a believer even now by the way he, he still has the faith he's kind of like Ernie Martinez um James says all Padres have to do is go six and oh in the start of September, sweeping the Giants and the Phillies to be back in this thing, and then kind of a laughing emoji, easier said than done. We're still waiting for four, James, four games in a row. I mean, at this point, we'd probably take two, maybe one in a row. Um, so I don't, I don't think you can count on anything at this point other than this team to play the way they've played, which is 10 games under since the Kershaw meme. Yeah, the, we've been talking about all the Padres have to do dot, 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 for the entire season like yeah. 
the entire year. So it's all it's I'm done with that. I'm not doing that anymore. It doesn't feel appropriate, honestly, because then I just sound like a like, <laughs> you know, I just sound uh, what's the word? Um, fake. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, to me, I'm giving you my opinion. My opinion is what happened on Saturday was that was it. It's over. It's done. And you're playing this thing out. Eventually, they will probably get rid of Bob Melvin. Then we'll get a BS press conference at the end of the year from Peter Seidler and AJ Preller. Everybody will be talking about how great this farm system is. And we'll go into next year with the first time manager for the Padres with Ryan Flaherty. And away you go. I, that That's what I truly believe is going to happen. It's not going to be any earth shattering movement of the front office. It won't be any earth shattering new manager that we weren't thinking about. Um, I feel like that's what's going to happen the rest of the year. You're going to hear the same old BS from the players, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's baseball for Manny. You know, this year just didn't click. We got unlucky, blah, blah, blah. And again, were the problems truly fixed by them potentially probably firing Bob Melvin? No, but hey, if you want to think that, go right ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think you probably have it right. I think the season ends with this team, you know, out of the playoffs. I think they make changes, presumably with the manager, especially entering the final year of a deal. I think, assumedly, they keep their general manager. And I think also the expectation would be Peter Seidler and AJ Preller have some type of positioning that they go with whatever it is you know it was a fluke we have a good system we'll be Mm -hmm. better here's why but anyone expecting wholesale you know they're going to carve this roster up and they're going to have a new gm i mean it's it's very unlikely because these deals are such significant deals valued at hundreds of millions of dollars this is who they are by and large this is the team they'll bring with them in 2024. Of course, the number of changes, but there's eight or 10 players on this team that are not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you do wonder, I mean, as you head into the final year for Juan Soto before he's a free agent, what he's thinking coming off a year that was as disappointing as this year, you know, for the Padres. Right. <clears throat> like, hey, any, I could be absolutely wrong. They could somehow not fire Bob Melvin, right? And say, no, we we need to stay the course or do something. I don't know, but that's what I feel like is going to happen. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's kind of disheartening because, you know, you want to, you want to say that last year was the start and, you know, with this year sandwiched in with 2021 and the problems there still being the problems today, like, have they learned? Did they get just lucky last year? Like, we're talking about luck, right? How this team is so unlucky. Well, maybe we should be talking about how last year's team maybe was kind of lucky. If we, if we really, if they really want to pull the luck card on us this year, because it's creeping into this, it's creeping into the discussion more and more every day that passes, every loss, the unlucky, the hey, I hit that ball really hard. It's not my fault. Like, you know, that is something that's going to be said at the end of the year. And if you're going to say it about this season, why can't we say the, the same thing, but on the opposite end 
for last year. Well, if you said, yeah, I, I guess you could do that. I mean, you saw, I, I saw too much Morton's tweeted something out that said like in the history of tracking the clutch stat in baseball. And there's like, you know, a couple thousand teams over that period of time. The Padres are the 12th least clutch team in baseball, which surprised me. They're actually not worse than that. And then from a sheer luck perspective, yeah, I mean, they're only 10 in extra innings. And I mean, it, listen, we all watched Juan Soto hit that ball to the opposite field yesterday. And off the bat, you're thinking the ball is gone. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And that's just been their season. Like that is their season in a nutshell. Juan Soto's drive to the opposite field yesterday with two outs in the ninth inning, representing a winning run, and that coming up five feet short is literally the Padres season in a nutshell, for whatever it's worth. Let's get to this. AKR619, thank you for the super. Guys, if you're here, subscribe. If you're here, please subscribe to our brand-new channel as well, John and Jim. And then once you've subscribed to both, hit subbed. Just write subbed in the chat. You're eligible to win these FOCO friendship bracelets here tonight. We'll announce a winner later on tonight. He says, can the pods make it three to four games behind before September 1st and have all of September to barely get last spot? Also, hashtag Avila gang or Avila. Um, where you at? Padres ain't dead. Well, if they're not dead, they're on life support. Um, and Fangraphs is holding out much more hope than we are. Fangraphs still has this team at over 11%, their chance of reaching the postseason, um, which isn't exactly a high percentage considering they were at 86% on the first day of the season. But Fangraphs has not quit on the Padres as of yet, Jim. Well, yeah, uh, projections are projections. Um, I mean, Darnay put out a tweet of the projections at the start of the season. Padres were favored to not only win the National League West, but had a, what was it, a uh, 11% chance to win the World Series. That's amazing. At the start of this year. That's pretty, that's pretty high. And now they only have an 11% chance to just make the postseason mm-hmm. on August 20th. <laughs> yeah. So, Crazy early. Uh, projections are projections, and they're not, they should not be considered as something that is a fact or whatever. Um, sure. So, yeah, I look, I haven't seen it from them all year. So, and I've said this before. So, why should I think that anything's going to change? It, it, you know, it's just, why should I think anything's going to change? You can have all the hope in the world. And I'm just, I'm not telling you not to have hope if you're a Padres fan. Like, by all means, go down with the ship. That's what we're doing. But also know what this team is. And I'm telling you, this team has shown you multiple times that that it that they're just not it and they've also said it publicly like admitting that in games where they go down they give up and that they give up on series and that's what it felt like on saturday after they didn't win game one game two was a complete to me just ah you know one of those like let up games and we hit the ball hard. We're just not, I mean, there were so many times in this series. And as the series went on, you saw players just like I saw Manny hit one, he had a rocket to the shortstop and he immediately turned around and was just like, kind of smirking. Like, are you kidding me? Same thing with Soto rounding first base. I remember he hit a, he hit a ball and he just looked up and he started laughing. That's when you're just like, I feel like the hands are raised and, I guess that's it. That's what it felt like to me. But I also think I also think that not just that there was the I think it was the Machado ball hit to straightaway center field where Soto was on first 
and he just never stopped. And he yeah. ended up at third base, and the ball was caught, and he didn't run back to first. They just threw the ball back to first, right. and he was out by 180 feet. Where on earth was he going? If he, where on earth was he going? He was racing off the bat for a ball hit straight away to center field, which makes zero sense. It's either a home run or it's caught. You don't have to go anywhere. And he was at third base. So they've made some stupid, stupid decisions as well, and that's a classic example of that. By the way, is Ryan Weather starting for Miami tomorrow here? Yep. So that's the like classic, like, if Ryan go. Weathers comes here and beats you tomorrow at Petco Park, you can cancel the final 36 games of the season <laughs> and determine what you're going to do. By the way, also, what, what do you like to say all the time? It always can get what? Worse. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Weathers pitching six innings of one-run baseball here tomorrow in a Marlins 8-1 win would or basically be the low point of the franchise's history. Um, <laughs> J.D. Goucher, thank you. <laughs> Um, he says enough's enough with Tommy Pham and Padres fans. I, I'm over this story. I, I don't really care. I so so a fan yelled at a player and we're pretending like it's the fan base's fault. This happens everywhere. Who cares? It's one person. It's not a it's not a representation of all fans that there may no. have been an you know. And by the way, I maybe we're giving Tommy Pham a little bit too much credit. I mean, Tommy Pham has had his issues with fans. Let's be honest. Social media, mm-hmm. otherwise, outside ballparks, inside parks. I don't know the full story of what happened behind home plate by the on-deck circle yesterday. But by no means am I accepting everything that Tommy Pham and the Diamondbacks are saying. No, no. Um, I, I'll just say that I don't um, – whoever this fan was – that said these things or, or, you know, Tommy fan was yelling at, do I put zero like blame on this fan that he, that he or she didn't say anything? Absolutely not. <laughs> the fans, some fans are ridiculous and they go way over the line. And uh, so both sides are guilty here. Okay. I don't know where the line of truth is like, if it's uh, like, it feels like on fam side, it's skewed super far this way. And the fan side, it's super skewed this way. I just think that both sides are equal to blame here for whatever, however the altercation began. Um, But, you know, I've already, I've always said there's a line that you don't cross cross. If you're a fan, if you want to boo somebody, boo somebody. Okay. That's perfectly fine. When you start calling guys MFers and pieces of shit um, and, you know, talking about whatever personal wise with Tommy, like that's crossing the line. And if that happened, I can understand why fam got upset. But then fam, what he said, I, I just think that he also went too far, too. So both sides are equal to blame here. Um, and it's a story that, like, I just roll my eyes at, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, there's 40,000 people in the ballpark. There's going to be potential incidents at all ballparks in baseball this year, wherever it is, San Diego, Kansas City. Uh, uh-huh. I'm sure there's there's the possibility of something occurring. But I didn't like what Tori Lovello said post game, where he like painted Padres fans with this like broad stroke of like they're they are terrible to Tommy Pham. Well, it's like I mean, five or five to ten fans that are yeah, that are I mean, potentially they're booing. Yelling. Yeah, they're booing. Yeah, Tommy booing's Pham. fine. But and then for Tommy, honestly, I don't think you should have interactions with fans. I think if you have an issue, I think you go to your dugout mm-hmm. and you alert security of the issue. I, I don't to have conversations back and forth with fans before you step into the batter's box. To me, is 
really bizarre. You don't see that with other players. You just don't. No. Um, Styles Clash 619, thank you for the super. Guys, if you're here, please subscribe. If you're here, please consider a super chat by clicking the dollar sign below the chat box, like Styles Clash 619, who says everything the quote unquote superstars said during Fan Fest will live in infamy. Also, Soto's Grand Slam tease mm. is the 2023 Padres season in a nutshell, which is exactly, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yep. All of those clips at Fan Fest from the, the big four are going to be on the, uh, what's it called uh, old takes exposed right. timeline. It just will, you know, as soon as this team gets eliminated, you will see all those clips. And as, as if you're a Padres fan, just be prepared. Like this one, I feel like it, it, if any, it's just going to cause a lot of shit. It just will, you know? Um, so just be prepared for it. Cause it's coming. It will be it, all of these quotes and all of these videos that were taken at fan fest, um, and things that were said before the season and even start of the season and even during the season by Manny and Soto, you know, both like they're all going to come back and they're all going to come out and that's the player's fault. It's all the player's fault. Can we ask ourselves, how is it possible that Fernando Tatis Jr. hits that home run three nights ago <laughs> and, you know, it pumps like his whatever he does, right? Hits his chest, has as much energy and emotion. Yeah, like right, the crazy bat flip, as much emotion as any Padre has shown in 2023. And then they come out and they lose a pair of games to the Diamondbacks. No, I mean, it's like, what? like the same day, John, in this team, like we said, it's hard to go to to get swept in a doubleheader just because of like how the bullpens work, you know? And and if you want to talk about those games. And everyone wants to say Bob Melvin's a shitty manager. Well, hey, where were you when Bob Melvin was hired? Did you were you saying he was a shitty manager then? You weren't, so shut your mouth. Like, yeah, the Waldron thing, I don't get. The Suarez thing, it hurt him. Those were two moves that he messed up on. But we said this, I think a couple weeks ago, like Bob Melvin's 2023 season is the ultimate cold streak in baseball. Like he can't make a right move if his life depended on it. It's not that he's, you know, doesn't know what he's doing. He absolutely doesn't know what he's doing because guess what? It worked last year and it's worked in his previous decade plus of managing. So to all of a sudden say now that Bob Melvin doesn't know what he's doing, like better check yourself. <laughs> you don't understand it this year. He's just on the ultimate cold streak. Like you just go through that sometimes, except this is a full season of being cold, which is kind of unprecedented, but it is what it is with Bob this year. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I mean, because in-game, we were even critical last year. Like, in-game, he can leave you scratching your head. There's a lot of in-game decisions he's made with his pitching staff and his bullpen over the last two years. You're like, geez. And you're sitting there saying that in real time. I mean, dozens, dozens of times in these 300, 300 games. Right. And, you know, it's been very costly this year. Um, to the point where it could be costly where he's not back in 2024. Is that the reason why? I don't know. I really don't know what the ultimate reason is. I think the reason is this. They're not going to extend him. He's got one year left in his deal. I don't mm-hmm. think they see eye to eye organization in Melvin, and I, I think, think they'll move on. Yeah, and it's uh, unfortunate. And shame on Preller and <laughs> and Seidler for using this and using him as a scapegoat. And And, you know, it also might be a two-way street here. Bob also might just say, like, yeah, I don't need I don't want this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't want to work with 
this situation. Like this is not a good situation to work with, with Preller. And then you get it and understand, but you also can't tell me that if Bob said, no, I want to come back that they were going to allow that to happen either. Cause I don't think they were, I don't think they're going to. Yeah. I don't think so. I I'd be surprised at this point. If he was back, I really would. I, but like, I you don't Bob, know. You know what I mean? Like if Bob said, I want to, pl- I want to go through my final year of my contract. and I want to manage his team. Do you really think at this point in the season, with everything that's happened that AJ Preller and Peter Sadler would, would, would allow it to happen. I don't, I don't know. I'd be surprised. I guess I find that unlikely right. that they're going to come to that solution. My, my guess is what's most likely is they move on. Yeah. I don't know how they spin it. I don't know if it's Bob Melvin retiring or They'll stepping like away that, right? or if he's fired. They will. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's been a great year for Bob Melvin. I don't think it's been a great year for AJ Preller. I don't think it's been a great year for this team. Yeah, I, I think a lot of there's a lot of accountability to go around. It's the way I see it. Oh, yeah. um, Andrew, thank you. He says Soto didn't hit it hard enough. Not bad luck. Actually, they'd use those those balls that Manfred's been putting into Padres games, right? Those they balls did. that don't carry as well. That's what I heard. I heard from somebody that heard from somebody that talked to another person that saw something on Twitter saying that the baseballs are different when the Padres players are hitting this year at home. Yeah which is causing the ball not to travel as far. Yet the home runs that are hit by the other team are used by baseballs that make the ball go farther. So it all checks out. Yeah, it checks out. Are you dying? What's going on? Yeah, I'm kind of dying. It's called called the cough drop. I'll get you sick tomorrow. No. (laughs) Potentially. Um, Richard, oh, thank, thank you, man, you for the very generous super chat. He says, Dodger fan here. The 22 Dodgers ran over everyone, took San Diego for granted. Reality bit LA in the ass. Padres became arrogant, bought into the hype. They found out the hard way that other major league baseball teams didn't get the memo. Is the story of the Padres the fact that they just thought they could fall out of bed and win two out of three games from everyone? Just took it, took it for granted? I, I don't think at the root of the issue, the root of the problem this year, that is truly it. But perception is reality. And and with the way this season has gone, that is going to be viewed as this 2023 team's, like, you know, it's going to be put on their obituary. It's going to, the, the, the 2023 team will be known as a team that, like Richard said, bought into the hype, and flat out underperformed and couldn't deal with the expectations that they had. Whether that's the right reason or the wrong reason, I don't know. But perception becomes reality the longer thing goes on, longer things go on, and that will be the 2023 Padres. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think there's there's something here. I mean, I think from fan fest with fifty thousand people to just the way this season has played out, there, there's something about, <clears throat> I don't know. There's, there's something about, the, there's some truth in here. Are you, are you, do you feel okay? No, I feel like I've, I'm dying. Oh, this is great. So I'll see you tomorrow and I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do when I come in. Just go sleep in the rain. It'll make things better. Yeah, maybe it was because I spent all day in the rain with my son. God, there we go. That's <clears throat> I'm it. Kidding. Saw- you think I would do that? You think I would do that? Well, John, I saw Jones outside all day. Yeah, with Kristen. Maybe, he brought, he, maybe he brought something back to you. Dude, he's already sick. 
Yeah. This is four there you go. Every four-year-old is sick. I know. All the time. <laughs> Every single one. Every single one. Um, all right, guys, we're going to get back to the chat in a moment. We want to remind you that our title sponsor is Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. We could not do this without the support of Mark Nimitz. He's been with us since day one, which is over two years at this point. If you have any insurance needs, you need to contact Mark Nimitz. He could save you $750 or more on your insurance just by switching over to him. I've got a homeowner's earthquake and life insurance policy with Mark, and you could do the same thing. And he's a great insurance agent. You could take that from me. We had a flood in here. Last year, he saved us so much time and money. It was unbelievable what he did for me and my family. He's got great service and communication. He can do the same thing for you and your family. And again, whatever your needs are, click the link in the description down below. You'll get to his website and get a free quote online, auto, home, business, condo, renters, earthquake, life, whatever you need, you could get it from Mark. Whether it's a renewal, before you renew, just call Mark. He'll save you money. If you're looking for information on a new policy, give Mark a call. We'll talk to you about the Padres. He's a native San Diegan. He is a lifelong Padres fan, and he's a great insurance agent that has been with us since day one. So the next time you have an insurance need, please get in contact with our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information is always above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Does he have season ticket insurance? Coming soon. Yeah, because it's going to cost you a lot of money. I don't know if there is hurricane insurance. I don't even know what that means. Like weather damage? Maybe. Like potentially. Yeah, maybe I'm allergic to hurricanes. Jim was telling us a week ago he was sick because the storm was coming. Hey, dude. I'm not too far off that. (laughs) What does that mean? That weather affects my allergies. No, I know. I know. I know it does. Um, You know... In terms of like where you go from here with this team right now with 37 games to play, let's just let the reality set in, which is six out, which is a game better than the Mets. Six games under 500 as well. No, No, seven. seven. Um, Six out, but here's the reality. You need to pass four of these five teams to get into the postseason. Not all five. Four of these five to get into the postseason. Miami, five games better than you, comes here tomorrow. Cincinnati, five games better than you. Arizona coming off three out of four and five out of seven, five games better than you. The Cubs, six games better than you. The Giants, six and a half games better than you. Four of those teams, the Mm -hmm. Padres have to pass. Tell me how, on this green earth, They're capable of doing that. I mean, could they pass one of them? Absolutely. A team could go in the tank. Absolutely. Two of them seems unlikely to me. Mm. Three of them seems extremely unlikely. And Mm -hmm. four, to me, I'm shocked that Fangraphs would say, you know, there's a 12% chance this team can reach the postseason. You're going to pass four teams that are five games or better than you with 37 to play? How? You know where this team is going to get eliminated, John? I don't. They will get eliminated on the second week of September. And it's going to be against the Dodgers Wednesday night, September 13th, 7, 10 PM. I will make a hundred thousand dollar bet with you. They're not eliminated September 13th from playoff. Position. I know. I just realized because they still have two weeks after that left. They yeah. They're not you think they're going to be 14 games out. You're right. And it okay, seems fine. very unlikely. They'll get eliminated. Um, September 
25th in San Francisco. I love how you like look at me like, is that okay? Um, yeah, I don't have the schedule for I me. Mean, how many games are remaining after September 25th in San Francisco? Uh, five. Yeah, somewhere between your first and second date is probably where probably. it's going to be, would be my guess. Somewhere between those two dates. Yeah, like you said, expl- explain to me and try to give me yeah. a reason why this team is going to just get a miracle. Um, I don't have one for you. I literally don't because they can't beat the teams in front of them. They only beat the teams that don't give a shit about them. Um, and they play bad versus the Dodgers and teams below them. Like, you know, you play Miami. San Francisco, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. Those are your next series coming up here. And teams then, in front of them. Chance to gain ground. Teams in front of them. And they don't play well against those teams. Like, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> they need to go on a... I read today in uh, Dennis's article, people... And, and people have said on social media... Hey, just look back to the 2021 um, St. Louis Cardinals. They won 17 in a mm-hmm. row at the end of August in the end of yeah, September. He also mentioned that team had, I believe, either four or five different winning streaks during the year of more than at least four games, which the Padres have currently zero. They don't even right. have a winning streak more than three games. Right. And the Cardinals had like four or five that whole year leading up to their 17 games in a row won in August and September. So that's so you the don't biggest think they're difference gonna win 17 in a row. <laughs> I don't think they're winning. I don't even think they're winning 17 of the, of the next remaining schedule, John 17 of the last 37. Like if they go 17 and 20, yeah, it's not that crazy. It's, it's not that cra- out of, out of the realm of possibility at all. No, it's probably likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, to be honest, yeah, I mean, if you have a, if there's something we're missing, if you think this is going to be a playoff team, please tell us why in the chat. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, it sucks because, like, it's August 20th. Yeah, dude. I mean, we're going to be doing this for the next 37 days. So it does. It's suck. ridiculous. It's August 20th, and this thing is pretty much over. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, it's not over in Miami. It's nope. not over in Cincinnati. Nope. It's not over in Phoenix. Nope. It's not over in Chicago. Nope. Right. Nope, and then so. in the American League, it's not over in Toronto. I mean, it's actually it's over for everyone other than <laughs> Toronto and Boston. LA's now eight and a half back. The Angels. Yeah, that's over. Yeah. Uh, Richard, thank you. He says Dodger fan here. You're right, Jim. Dodger dogs blow. Since Farmer John shut down in LA, it's a new vendor. Grilled over boiled all day long. Oh, grilled dogs are so much better than boiled. Boiled dogs are shit. Now, if you boil a dog and then you grill it, I guess Dude, that's is Dodgers like Stadium still standing? Did you see those photos? Yeah, the thing was flooded. Yeah, like they're going to play the next 37 games on the road. Well, it doesn't matter. They'll win 30 of them. Six of them. Yeah. Probably true. I don't know if they're home tomorrow or not, but they might not be based on what I saw. Yeah, I don't know if the, the uh, drainage there is really good. <laughs> didn't look great. Did not look no, great. They weren't, they, I don't think they made that stadium for August yeah. rain. Right. Good point. Um, Jim, thank you for the super to our channel here. Again, if you're here, subscribe oh, you're here on content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. 
if you subscribe to this channel and if you subscribe to our brand new channel by clicking the link in the description down below, you are eligible to win these two FOCO Friendship Bracelet Packs. You need to put the word subbed in the chat once you've subscribed to this channel and our brand new John and Jim channel. The John and Jim channel, you can get to that by clicking the link in the description down below. I think it says at John Jim 760 mm -hmm. um, when you click the link in the description down below. So subscribe to that channel. You're eligible and that's someone that wins these coming up later tonight. Jim says Padres fan here, Salas to double A next year. They just promoted him this year, right now. Like it happened today. Salas uh, went up to double A today. You didn't know that there was a hurricane. They promoted him to double A today. He's <laughs> breaking news. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? One hundred percent. Why? <laughs> exactly. It's my point. Please, please explain why on earth would you promote Ethan Salas to double A today? Trust me. I, in, in AJ Preller, he's even told the Union Tribune today. Said, "Yeah, it's it's uh, what was the what was the term that was used by AJ today? Because he did speak to, I believe it was Jeff Sanders, and he got I a need quote from I him. need an explanation. I saw everyone talking about the system today. I'm like, why is everyone talking about the system? Because the season's over. He goes, AJ Preller says, yeah, it's aggressive to send Ethan Siles to Double A, but we think it will serve him well down the road. Yeah, I don't. No, and let me. He played this, nine games in Fort Wayne and hit 200. He went 0 for 16 in those nine, in, a, in a stretch in those nine games. I here's, don't understand. I mean, you're 17. What are they, who cares if he finishes this year in double A? Why wouldn't you just start him next year in double A? Here's how I view this. All right. No, this isn't a desperation thing. No, no, no it's not, I'm not saying it's a desperation thing. I just think with how this season has gone, okay, and the recent success after trading away pretty much every top prospect you had in your organization for like, you know, uh, wood, it just, you traded away, I think five top prospects. Okay. Yeah. To as quickly as they have to get back to a top 10, you know, minor league system, as far as talent goes, this is now the focus of AJ Preller on this season. Hey, we know the house is burning over here, but look at this. This is awesome. Don't don't focus on the burning house. Like don't that don't worry about that. That's fine. We'll worry about that later. But this over here, the these cookies that I have, focus on this. And what that's what I think you? this is. I think this is a 100% um don't look over here, look over here situation and it's pretty, yeah, it's aggressive, but it's also goes to everything that everybody has said about how AJ Preller develops players and how he doesn't have a clue and how he, you know, takes every single prospect that has a top ranked prospect and either trades them away or moves them up through the organization too aggressively before they're fully developed to a point where they're not ready. And that is AJ Preller's MO. And he's proven it once again. I hope Ethan Salas figures it out. I hope he's a good player. I hope Robbie Snellian's a good player, like Dylan Lesko, Grandpa. Like I hope these guys end up being something good. And I hope Jackson Merrill, you know, who's probably going to get called up in the next couple of weeks here to the big league club, turns out to be good. But I don't trust Pre I don't trust Pre Preller at all. I just don't. From what he has done in the past to what he's continued to do 
now on. And I read something also too in the article, how it was a quote, I'm this verbatim about how like, yeah, we want these guys to all go up the system together because this is our next core, right? And I saw a couple quote tweets to that from people saying like, I love that new approach from Asia. This is not a new approach. They did this last, they did this one time with the Lowers and the Lucchese's and the Quantrals of the world. They had like a whole entire like Padres POV that ran every single night about the next wave of Padres talent that all came up together. Right. Look how that turned out. Yeah. I th- so this I've is always thought new from Preller. This yeah, is the yeah. same thing he does every, every single time that he has these top flashy prospects. First of all, I think it's extremely overrated. I spent 15 years in the minor leagues. I don't know if you realize that. There were a lot of teams that sold that. Like, hey, we're Pittsburgh. We're really bad in the big leagues, but we win a lot in the minor leagues, and that's going to carry over to the big leagues. It never happened. There's a zillion examples of major league teams selling this idea that if we win in the minor leagues, we're going to win in the major leagues. And that arguably could happen or it could not happen. Promoting Ethan Salas to double A today, and I don't care what he does in double A, is flat out stupid. <laughs> you have a 17 year old, he doesn't need, who cares if he finishes the year in double A? No, you can, he, because by the way, he's starting next year in double A. And if they want to start him in triple A, I'll say that that's aggressive. And wh- what's their point? Are they trying to prove, hey, we got someone to the big leagues at 18 and no catcher's been brought up to the big leagues at 18 since? That doesn't prove anything. Just go develop the player. How many plate appearances does Ethan Salas have? He has 257. We were just complaining about Jackson Merrill's got over 800 not being ready. And Tatis having 1,200 in the minor leagues before they called him up, roughly, maybe 1,100. But the guy's got 257 plate appearances. You can't tell me that he needs to go to double A right now because he's not on the cusp of the major leagues. And if he is, that's sheer desperation. 100%. Preller is distracting you from the thing that matters the most, which is the major league club. I mean, this team under Preller's watch has celebrated minor league awards and minor league prospect rankings and all of this shit that has equated to nothing. And they'll continue to do it while he's here because he views it as this big accomplishment. When that's, like you said, John, it's completely overrated. Is the big league club winning or not? That's all I give a shit about. Okay? Now, our buddies at Mad Friars, this is great for them, and they have opportunity. I mean, this is awesome for them. Okay? I'm not trying to shit on them. I love what they do. Well, it has nothing to do with them. Nothing to do with them. But like, I'm talking about even they would say like at the end of the day, is the big league club winning or not? And if it's not, then there's a problem, <laughs> right? Like there's a problem if you're not winning at the big league level and you continue to celebrate these rankings and awards and, oh my God, Ethan Salas is the youngest person to do this. Like, is he, I don't, I, I don't give a shit. And so that's the biggest problem here. And I saw that today. I kind of just, I laughed at it. I didn't even comment on it on social media because I thought it was just like, it was just ridiculous. Um, now, do I know everything about minor league prospects? No. But I tell you what, the people that do know, I'm sure are saying 
Like, what are you doing? It's just a very bold decision for a guy that has already played at two levels, had nine games in advanced A. I mean, I get it. You think he's generational. I get it. You think he's special. But I don't get rushing anything in 2023 because he's not starting 2024 in the big leagues. Mm -hmm. And if he is, something's going haywire. Yeah. And it makes don't literally no sense. And I just don't understand it. I mean, finish the year in A ball, maybe start next year in double A. Even that's aggressive by most don't, organizations. You don't need him as quickly as he is moving to this organization. Right. Just you, go you, sign freaking Gary Sanchez to on your deal. You're fine. Who you cares? You have Luis Campusano. Yeah. You don't need it. You're right. That's absolutely right. They don't need him to start 2025. And by the way, he's not. He's not going to be your starting catcher in 2025. If he is, you have problems. Right? There is no 100 game started by Ethan Salas in 2025 and you're and he's carrying a team. I'm sorry. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if the 19-year-old carries them at catcher, I'd be utterly shocked. Right. Um, Cruiser, thank you, says, pay big money for Houston bench coach Joe Espada to manage. I want to say his name did come up at some point over the last 10 managerial searches that the Padres have run. Um, did he? Did he? I, feel like I've, I feel like that name has come up. But I don't know. I, I mean, do you trust them to get this right? No, hell no. <laughs> right. Whoever like, it is, it'll, you know, good luck. They, they lucked into Bob because Bob wanted to come here. Yep. Okay. This wasn't a swaying of the organization to get Bob. Bob wanted to come here. And now they're going to kick him out the door. <laughs> so the only people that will want to work with AJ Preller are like either a first time manager wanting to get a big league managing opportunity to manage some of the best players in baseball. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they can be a team ever because of the, the you know, the egos in the room, but, but Hey, I get to manage uh, Soto for a year and Manny for, you know, Bogarts and Tatis. Like that sounds pretty cool. And I get to work with a guy, giving me a first time opportunity. I, eh, I'll do it. But a respected person in baseball, like, and I'm not saying, um, Obviously, I know he's the Texas Rangers manager, but like, mm -hmm. I mean, Bochi, if he was available, do you think he honestly would come here? Hell no. No. And that speaks to AJ Preller. Yeah. And this is why I've been saying that for like a week. I've actually said it for longer than this, but I've been saying it more consistently over the last like week. I'm like, I, I don't think it's a great job. I just, I just don't, considering the core roster that has underperformed. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, look how many managers AJ Preller's run through over the last five years or four years. Right. I mean, in the last four plus years, he's had three managers essentially. So I don't know. And, and I'd say the same thing about the GM job. It's like, is it that good of a job? You have like a billion dollars tied up in contracts. Who was the who was the manager? Okay, so when Andy Green got fired, it was in season. Who finished that year off? Do you remember? Rob Barajas. Rob Barajas. When Jace Tingler got fired, who finished that year off? Oh, I don't know if they both got fired in season, did they? Oh, no. Jace Tingler got fired after season. You're right. Yeah. Andy Green got fired in season. Rob Barajas finished that year off. Then and then Jace Tingler, and then he got fired like the day after the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. It wasn't as many. Pat Murphy guys was right after Buddy Black got fired. Yeah. Second half of. 2015. Yeah. That was a that was a fun ride. And then they hired Andy Green. And they hired Andy yeah. Green. Who was here for four years. Yeah. Yeah. That lines up.
two years Tingler, two years Melvin, Joe Espada, come on down. Ryan Flaherty. Yeah, Ryan Flaherty. That's a good point. Come on down. Uh, Guys, we're going to get back to it in a moment. Please subscribe to both this channel and our brand new John and Jim YouTube channel by clicking the link in the description down below. By the way, if you subscribe to both these channels tonight, put the word subbed in the chat. You're eligible to win these FOCO friendship bracelets. We'll announce a winner before we get out of here tonight. Do want to remind you about one of our partners here on the wrap-up show, one of our great partners, Aura. They've been with us for the better part of the last two years. An amazing company. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan. He's a huge Padres fan, big supporter of this channel. This is a great company with plant-based nutritional products. I've been taking their probiotic every day for about 18 months. An amazing product for digestion, heart health, mental clarity, and more. They have pre-workout supplements. They have proteins for after workouts. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take their omega-3 oil from Aura. They also have sleep pills and immunity pills. I took their sleep pill actually last night. Great company. If you're looking to get healthier, start with Aura. They support our channel. If you support our channel, please check them out. Locally based. Their co-founder, Wills the San Diegan, huge Padres fan. Offices in Liberty Station. ORA.organic. Or click the link in the description down below. If you're looking to get healthier, and we all are, if you want to support our channel, go to ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. Yeah, go there right now. Uh, www.ORA.organic. If you want to start taking some supplements, being healthier with your life, don't know where to start, or is the best place to go. Uh, all their uh, supplements are organic and plant-based. Uh, go there right now, pick up some stuff. They have protein powder for after workouts, pre-workout powder before workouts. That's the cleanest on the market. The pre-workout that I take, it, it, it literally gives you everything that you want from a pre-workout except the stuff that you hate from a pre-workout, which is the crash afterwards, and you don't get that at all. Um, and it tastes delicious. Their raspberry uh, lemonade flavor, really, really good. So go check it out, www.ora.organic. Pick up, pick up some stuff, and uh, once you do and you try it, let us know, and uh, you'll thank us later. It is interesting timing, isn't it? We're talking about managers, future, who's next. You have Skip Schumacher coming here with Miami. You have Ryan Weathers, who was drafted seventh overall by A.J. Preller mm-hmm. before spun off to pitch here tomorrow against the Padres. Miami, a team that's kind of had this resurgence a little bit in the second half, is very much in the playoff conversation. And then San Diego basically needing a you know perfect finish their season to slide in. I mean, Miami could, you know, listen, if the Padres swept Miami, they put Miami in a tough spot. I don't know if it changes anything about the Padres. But if Miami comes here and wins two out of three or more, um, well, they've put themselves in a position where they can potentially get closer to the postseason. And they're just – putting another nail in the Padres season, essentially. So it is interesting. Skip Schumacher's done a hell of a job uh, with the Marlins. He's done a fantastic job in, in his first year. Um, I would bet a lot that Skip's going to want to come in here and like put the foot on the throat of this team and take them out and put them out of their misery. Like I don't doubt that at all from Skip Schumacher. Um so we'll see what happens, but pitching Ryan Weathers game one of the series is a big time flex from the Marlins. And if it works, it is going to be the ultimate troll job shown to this team, the Padres. Crazy. Um, and if it doesn't, then it doesn't. But the the opportunity to throw up the middle fingers to AJ Preller, like starting out tomorrow, I think is just as an ultimate like flex move 
from the Marlins to do that. It's like Tommy Pham with home runs and yeah. catches and base hits and yelling it, matches and wins. It, it, Preller's going to, I mean, not Preller, but Weathers, for whatever it's worth, like tomorrow's going to mean a lot to him. It's going to mean a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's going to mean a lot tomorrow to Skip Schumacher as well, sure. giving Ryan Weathers this opportunity. And if Weathers goes out there and pitches well, not only does that give just a massive boost to his career, right? Like, hey, F you guys. Losers, you think I'm, you guys traded me away? Like, F off. Like, it's going to also give the Marlins for this short little series, like, that boost of, like, you guys are losers, you know? <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys you you guys we have we have skip schumacher who you had in-house and you didn't want him as your manager like okay and they got a lot of pop too so they do I mean, josh bell oh yeah josh bell dude tomorrow could be an well that could be retreating a lot tomorrow. josh bell three home runs ryan weather six shutout innings skip schumacher has whatever career he challenges like seven one. plays and he gets them all right it's an interesting series. It is. The timing is somewhat interesting with the Padres basically at a low point and the Marlins trying to get to the postseason. Uh, where are you at Productions? Thank you for the very generous super. Guys, if you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all the supers here. He says, if we don't make it to the postseason this year, what moves do we make in 2024? Do we even bother signing another superstar? Let me answer that. No. Um, or do we build around the guys we have? Yes. Or fire people? They'll probably do that. Um your thoughts? I don't think there's any superstar <clears throat> coming. I think they'll try to extend Juan Soto. I think that's kind of an organizational obligation to attempt to do that yeah. this offseason. But they're not going to sign another superstar. They're they're already in a bad spot with payroll. And it'll be interesting to see if they can shed any payroll to improve their roster in 2024. Yeah, this, this offseason is going to be a very interesting one because there's a lot of different directions they could go. And frankly, I don't think anybody has an idea what direction they'll end up doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What is even, I mean, I don't even know. How creative do you think they'll get? What 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 is even creative with this roster? I mean, you're not gonna spend I don't know. any of the that's why that's why my that's why my guess is that they're gonna pretty much stay status quo and then just change the manager and then they're gonna have to find low-level deals to fill out their rotation and bench, but the core is already here and the main right. piece is already here. So you don't need to go out and make any more flashy moves, even though Preller, I'm sure, given the opportunity, would do it in a second. Um, they're not, I mean, I'm sorry. They're going to pretend like they are, <laughs> and I'll eat words on this, but he's not coming here. He, he, winning's the priority, and they're 59 and 66, and if we all agree with each other that the Padres are on the outside looking in, then – I don't see the path. What's the selling point? I mean, we're also in Southern California and we've underperformed like your team has. Yeah. I I don't see that selling point. This organization, I'm not saying Preller, but this organization chose the path they're going to go with this far with superstar players. And that's Manny Machado. That's Xander Bogarts. Right. You have Tatis already signed. You got Musgrove signed, even though that deal hopefully is healthy. Looks like a, you know, kind of a bargain. Uh, you paid for Darvish. Again, did you have to do a six year deal? Probably I don't know. Uh, you know, you paid Cronoworth, even though the AAV isn't crazy, but still it's $80 million. Um, they chose their path. 
if they wanted to be truly in the Otani sweepstakes, they would have done what the Dodgers are doing. And they didn't. They got blinded by the shiny object instead of what is best for the team and how to build a roster. And they reached for the poison apple. And instead, they're going to, and by doing that, they're going to miss out on Otani. Yeah, I think that's right. I do. I mean, by miss out, I mean, <laughs> I can't wait for the articles from Bob Nightingale and others. Oh, Padres are <sighs> in. They're, you know, they got the second highest offer. Click they got here. The, the Padres are in on Shohei Otani. <laughs> oh, man. I was, yeah, this is interesting, Cruiser. I mean, is there a point where Bogart's just, hey, we'll see you in 2024? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting take. I mean, look, they they, phys- they can't do it because they gave him, I believe, a no trade clause as well, right? Correct. But the move, if you want to make a move, and it won't happen, but like, hey, here's how I fix the Padres: you get rid of Bogarts and you get rid of that money, and then you sign Hassan Kim to a shorter deal, because honestly, I would rather have Hassan Kim being a shortstop than Xander Bogarts. For his age, his defense, just his all-around play, um, and then it would free up a lot more space to build and and you know get guys in other positions that are needed. But that won't ever happen, okay? Because they even if you didn't have bet. a no trade, who would give? Who would want Xander Nobody. Bogarts on ten years, two hundred fifty-five million dollars or many? Let me answer that for you. Nobody. No one. So, I'm not saying that. Like, I mean, at the time, Bogarts was like, whoa, they got four. Oh, my God, they got four All-Stars. We were all blinded, too. I, w- I was definitely, I was excited about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's it's my job to react to things, not build a fucking Major League roster like A.J. Preller. And he loves to just accumulate talent instead of actually thinking before he acts. Truly thinking. Because I know he thinks, but, like, truly thinking. Is this the right thing to do here? Or am I just getting these players because they're very talented? So, of course, it's going to work, right? Why wouldn't it work? Why would it not work? This is one team that would never in a million years, because they didn't offer them at his high point anything near that. Because they thought they were under 200. They thought with their head instead of their heart. Now, they were criticized heavily in Boston. And they end up signing. Justin Turner to a one-year deal. Right. And Justin Turner has had a fantastic year. I'm not saying that the Padres, I mean, Padres obviously, I think, wasn't it rumored about Justin Turner or if people wanted Justin Turner here? And I was like, eh. but like Red Sox, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. By the way, five minutes until we're not sending a winner on this. So here's your last chance. Subscribe to John and Jim by clicking the link in the description down below. I could put the link in here as well. Subscribe to John and Jim. It's in the uh, live chat or in the link down below. Subscribe to this channel. Put the word subbed in the chat once you've done both of those things. And then we're going to announce a winner coming up in five minutes. Jim, that's your responsibility. Let everyone give them five minutes. Subscribe right now. And then we'll announce a winner. Okay. Deal. Okay. Yeah, these contracts, I mean, again, if you, I think we talked about it on the wrap up show. I know we talked about it on the radio. Like, if you read fan graphs from someone we have on the show regularly, 
Dan Zimborski about these contracts and how they're going to look and how these players are going to age, it does not bode well for the Padres. Now, that's not to say 2024 can't be good or even 2025, but you start looking at some of these, I mean, the Darvish, you know, second, third year of this deal, you know, Machado sixth, seventh year, Bogart sixth, seventh year, right? It goes on and on and on. And you're not getting the productivity you're going to need um, at that dollar figure. So, I mean, we can pretend like this is not a two-year window and they can win beyond 2024, even if they don't have Juan Soto, but kind of feels a little bit like a two-year window and you're in year one and the window's closed because you're 5966. And then year two, um, you know, you still have Juan Soto. So you think that's kind of a year you want to capitalize on. What I'll always remember from the Soto press conference was we didn't get Soto for just this year. We got him for three pennant races. races. Or maybe not. Yeah, but probably not. Or maybe one or two. Maybe two. Yeah. But and one and honestly, one wasn't even guaranteed last year. They right. had to fight their way in. I mean, yeah, they, they, I remember just, that. they weren't just like in it, you know, like Yeah. No, I know. That's a very good point. Um, real quick, guys, underdog fantasy is your best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. It really is. If you're looking for a spot to play fantasy sports, do so with us. Use promo code PODSRAP. That's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Underdog Fantasy app or the or by going to underdogfantasy.com. As you can see right here, they've got daily drafts going on right now. Drafts across all sports, including the NFL, where they have $15 million in prizes. You can play daily MLB drafts for tomorrow's Major League Baseball action, starting at $3 per draft. You can draft yourself or auto-draft, and then everything else gets taken care of. That's why it's so easy. No waivers, no trades. They'll set your lineup to maximize your lineup. And then they have daily pickems going on right now across all sports as well. Simple, higher, or lower contests here from underdogfantasy.com, including Padres Marlins, that big game tomorrow here at Petco Park. Let's see what they have for Padres Marlins. Who's p- pitching? Ryan Weathers? Yep. Okay. Who's going who's gonna to hit Ryan Weathers tomorrow? First Ooh, of all, Waka 16 and a half pitching. Is Michael Waka going five and two thirds or more tomorrow, Jim? I'm going to say he's going to go. Say he's going to go six. Okay. So higher. Um, does Tatis hit Weathers tomorrow with um, a half single or more? Machado's got to get a hit off. Yeah. Machado's getting a hit off Weathers. I'm sorry. He's getting it. Yeah. He's going to have They're going to rock. Like, it, they. It's happening. I mean, you know, it, like, it would be just very fitting if Ryan comes in here and goes five and a third, allowing one run, two striking hits. out like six people and like right. two hits or whatever. But come on, man. I, I, I have, these guys have to hit Ryan Weathers, right? I mean, this, this is, have to. I mean, come on. Yeah. Dude, give me a break. Anyway, if I go three for three here, I just took higher than a half single for Otani. $30 pays $180. Simple as that. Underdogfancy.com. Use promo code PODSRAP. That's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. All right, Jim. Now is the time. We've had a lot of people subscribe. Yeah. All right. We don't really have a drum roll. Although, actually, you might. Do we? We have, like, sounds. Hold on. We have Feeding the Ducks. We have a uh, night driving. No, yeah, don't, don't play. Don't play any music because I just don't play any music. Okay, it could be copyrighted. Yeah, jeez. Okay. 
All right, I've scrolled through this whole thing. I randomly just let my mouse stop on somebody. Jim's an idiot, so it's obviously random. He has no clue how to like fix this. What? Exactly. I'm saying nobody oh, thinks yeah. you're like, I mean, what are you going to, there's no fix on the Foco bracelet contest. No, no. the winner is, uh, let me pull it up here. Johnny. 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 Congratulations. You're the winner. Is his name just Johnny? Johnny. I, I'm, I, is it Aviles? Aviles? Is Johnny he here? Aviles? What? Are you are here? Are you here Johnny? right now, Johnny? Oh, he's here. Okay. okay. Let's go. Okay. Email. Here, here we go. Uh, Padres wrap up show. I'm putting it. Johnny, just email Padres wrap up show gmail.com. And we'll get your address and I'll get these in the mail. Thanks, man. Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it, buddy. And thanks, guys, for. Uh, yeah. By the way, if you didn't win tonight, if you didn't win tonight, Jim. Yeah. Dare I say we have two more. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so we'll do this again tomorrow night. But Johnny, thank you. Email Padres wrap up show gmail.com. Send us your address. We'll get those out to you. Um, so thanks, guys, for hanging out with us as always. You know, it's been super disappointing. It, it really has. Yeah. Um, and I feel for all Padres fans based on how this has all transpired. Um, and I can't, we can't go selling the bill of goods on what's going to happen here in the final 37 games. I mean, no, it, I just don't see it. I just do not see it. They look lifeless to me. Yeah. They look like all hope is lost to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope they can prove some people wrong and just save some face and show a little bit and mm -hmm. make something interesting. We're yep. not asking for the world. But I don't know, Jim, that may happen where they fight back towards 500 and respectability mm -hmm. or they might get further under. I mean, they've never been more than eight under this year. That would happen tomorrow if they lose to, to the Marlins in game one. I don't know which direction I expected to go from here. No. I really don't. No, it's you're right. Um, and I've said this a lot. I feel like the second half of the season is prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. We're calling you out like you're a team. That's yeah. all talk. Are you going to prove us wrong or are you going to prove us right? I don't want to be proven right. Like I want them to actually go out there and make a push and win like 10 in a row mm -hmm. and just say F it. But it's just, I mean, you lose three or four to the D-backs this weekend and you could have got swept easily. I mean, come on. It's it sucks. And there's 37 games left of this. It sucks. It really yeah. is. It's a lot. You're right. I mean, that's a lot of games remaining. Um, it, this can't be 2021. They can't play like that. I mean, they can. Are you going to quit? Are you going to quit on the fans? Because the fans have shown up every single night. 50 sellouts so far at Petco Park. They're going to set an all-time attendance record. And you go out there and reward the fans with this, like, like that's pathetic, and shame on you for doing that. That's, I mean, that's like, just bad. Like JD's third set. I mean, you heard some brutal honesty from Juan Soto about a week ago. It was brutal honesty. And then he, and, and then him walking it back. Yeah, I guarantee when you walk back that shit, it's not because you don't mean it. It's because you regret telling the truth. And you regret that that came out like such an honest answer. 
right? Hey, we quit in series. When we go down, we literally quit, like literally quit. And I bet you when those quotes got out there, someone in the clubhouse said something to him. I bet you because no one's going to let that fly. Like you think I fucking quit? You know, like that's not going to fly with these professional athletes with egos this big, like speaking for other people yeah. about how they quit. Not how that's not, that's why he, that's why the walking back was immediately the next game. We did talk about this. We talked about this earlier. You might've missed it. I did. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. He, <laughs> he ran to third on a fly ball to center field and, and like, never ran back. Serious? And I don't know what happened there because I don't understand it. Because if it's a home run, where are you going? So it's a fly ball. Where are you going? If it's gone, great. You don't have to be, you're in no hurry. And if it's not gone, go get back to first base. So I, I don't understand. He just completely misjudged the situation. And that's putting it completely lightly. All right, guys, join us tomorrow on the radio. San Diego Sports 760, iHeartRadio app, YouTube, by the way, at our brand new channel. Click that link in the description down below. Subscribe to our channel. We're on every single weekday from 3 to 6. Mondays, the show is on from 3.30 to 6, by the way, on YouTube. 3 to 6 on San Diego Sports 760. Um, Please subscribe to this channel, year-round content for Padres fans. Please subscribe to our brand-new John and Jim channel by clicking the link in the description down below. Please smash the like button for us here today, and please follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the super thanks, by the way. Those of you watching on replay, we really do appreciate the super thanks. Support our partners, Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor. If you have any insurance need, please get in contact with Mark Nimitz by clicking the link down below. Aura, if you're looking to get healthier, ORA.organic, plant-based nutritional products, click the link in the description down below. And underdogfantasy.com, use promo code PODSWRAP. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100 at underdogfantasy.com. We'll catch up tomorrow night after Padres Marlins game one. For Jim, I'm John. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.